Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Atkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Very classical. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big influence on David Lynch. We know from Wild at Heart there were just so many Wizard of Oz references in that. And I feel like there's... Wizard of Oz references in his other works too, but I can't um, sure. off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, you know, it's probably, if not the most famous movie of all time. So <laughs> it's got to yeah. be an influence on a lot of stuff that he's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, I don't even know where to start with Wizard of Oz. I know, uh, when, when did you first see it? <laughs> um, I don't remember the first time like I don't have like a memory of it but I know it was when I was really little mm-hmm. I think probably like around Christmas time it was probably on TV they love playing it around Christmas time I think it's when I still lived in Miami so I was probably like six or seven but I remember liking it I mean <laughs> I think it's actually like a really good kids movie in a way because it's really colorful really pretty and uh-huh. it's just like it's so silly. And I found myself during this watch through, like just laughing at things like the characters and how they like danced around or how they were talking. And it was just really fun and goofy. Yeah. Did you ever read any of the books? I did not. I remember one year, my mom, I was going to like the science fair and it was like an all day thing. And she brought the, like the wicked book, the book that the wicked uh-huh. musical is based on she read that so i'm assuming she read the wizard of oz but it was a big book so i don't know if i at the time i was like <laughs> i'm not getting into that well i definitely read wicked back in the day but mm-hmm. yeah the books my grandparents had i think and they're they're like kids books and oh. i i you know maybe they were just broken up into smaller books from the collection they had or whatever but uh-huh. I definitely read also like a redoing of them in a comic book form. Okay. When I had Marvel Unlimited. Because oh. they did like a Wizard of Oz series. That's kind of cool. Like a comic yeah. book version. I'm sure it looked pretty. <laughs> this is kind of like maybe like the first half of the first book, if I'm remembering correctly. Or like this oh. is just the first book. There's like a whole nother part with Ozma. And I think maybe yeah. Return to Oz kind of gets into some of it. But... Yeah, I watched it definitely as a very young child because back when I was a little kid, you know, we didn't have any sort of on-demand or whatever. It came on like Mm -hmm. once a year and we all got together as a family once a year and watched it. And I distinctly remember it being the first movie that I watched that I cried at the end and was like, I don't understand why I'm crying. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) It's like you're at that age where you don't understand like happy crying. (laughs) You're like, it's only supposed to be sad. Yeah. Or maybe it was a little bit sad that she left Oz. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love a fantasy world. Uh, (laughs) I also, me and my grandfather used to have a memory together. Mm -hmm. One of those Berenstein, Berenstein bears type (laughs) things Mandela effect (laughs) yeah Mandela effect we both remember or we I mean I swore as a child that I remember this I don't remember right now because I don't remember anything anymore but (laughs) (laughs) we both remembered seeing at the very end of the movie they like 
pan under the bed and there are the ruby slippers. <laughs> oh. Hmm. But I feel like I've heard I've about looked that. it up. I have looked it up. Some people do remember seeing that. It's not just me and my grandfather, but there's no no reason that anyone should because it was never filmed. <laughs> but huh. there was a commercial mm. a long time ago that was like something like that. That something like that happened. Oh, in a maybe commercial that's you that associate that. So I think it was before my time that that commercial was on, but mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe they just showed it one time. I don't know. I right. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it sounds so familiar, and those kind that's of things are so <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It should be like like a little wink to the camera or something. Um, but yeah, like she can go back there. <laughs> yeah, and she should. <laughs> like, I'd rather say in Oz than <laughs> this especially with like sepia tone Kansas. Miss um, Gulch. Gulch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a name. Oh, she was a real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, she just come over to your house and be like, your dog uh, dug up my flower, so I'm gonna put it down. <laughs> and I can do that because I own half the town. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Get out of here. Yeah. Your tiny dog that comes about six inches off the ground bit right. me and like my upper hip. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, that dog is so cute. <laughs> Can't kill it. I, I don't know. I had a lot of also like, I would say comical gripes with this movie. Of just like certain <laughs> things where I was like, what in the world? Like the fact that they were really willing to just give this dog away and be like, sorry, Dorothy, but she's gotta kill the dog. I know. There were definitely some so moments that I was silliness. like silliness. Because I don't think I've seen this movie in like 20 years. It's been a long time for me too. And I'm pretty sure the last time I saw it was with the Pink Floyd soundtrack over it. Or <laughs> what is it called? Oh really? Um, Dark oh. Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. I never even heard of that. <laughs> You've never done that? Uh-uh. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, maybe it was a like Gen X thing. But you play maybe. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, and you start it, like, I think during the li- the third Lion Roar or something. Mm-hmm. And you play the album and turn the, you know, the volume of the show, of the movie down, and... It like lines up really crazily and you're like, oh, that's weird. Very like cool and trippy. (laughs) Oh, that sounds cool. That sounds like um, they do a lot of those like Pink Floyd laser shows or Pink Floyd Mm -hmm. different shows. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I should, we should do that. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, we should do that. Because you only really watch it one, like through the album. So it goes to like maybe, I don't know, not even halfway through the movie, maybe halfway through the movie. Yeah, it's it's fun. But watching the movie, I watched it with my dad last night. So it was like mm-hmm. very like the old days, watch it with your family. Right. <laughs> Sit down in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen it look so good before because, mm-hmm. you know, I just watched it on TV back in the day. And now it's like all HD and 4K. <laughs> and I'm like, look at those freckles on Dorothy's face. I never noticed those before. <laughs> yeah. I I. I one of the like little trivia things I found out was like about the scarecrow, like uh, face stuff. I think it's prosthetics and makeup, but that like you could, they didn't notice these things, like these certain lines that you could see only in 4K until they translated it into 4K. And they were like, we've <laughs> never ever seen those before. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I was like, wow, Glinda is 
much older than I remember her being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently the actress was 18 years older than Margaret Hamilton, who played Wicked Witch of the West. Well, I mean, she was completely covered, so you couldn't really. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess in the first scene, but I wasn't looking at her as closely during that scene. But like. Right. Yeah, there's so much like the greens are so spectacularly Green. bright, <laughs> I guess, technicolor. And I kept thinking mm -hmm. the whole time, like, what if Pride and Prejudice had been in color and had had like a good script and good acting? Oh, yeah. It, would it have been like one of those classics that you watch every year, like the 1940s oh, Pride sure. and Prejudice? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the costumes look really beautiful. So I'm sure it would have been like up to that level of like audaciousness and stuff. Right. But Darnold, gone with the wind, took all the color. <laughs> took all the color. <laughs> the costumes. Elvis <And> <laughs> Huxley just kind of dropped the ball in the script, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I also was kind of impressed by the makeup and the prosthetics like i thought that the yeah. cowardly lion looked really cool yeah and the tin man i was like oh my god it looks so good <laughs> even yeah. though it was deadly <laughs> apparently yeah and especially because like when they get all vamped up and then they like mm -hmm. look so much better and it's like wow i didn't even there's just so much I i'm excited to get into it i didn't write very many notes though because i was watching it with my dad and i was mm -hmm. like i know this movie every line i was like reciting it before it happened <laughs> right <laughs> it's just one of those movies that lives forever in your mind yeah <laughs> well did you get some notes for us i uh, did Let's get into them. So for Wizard of Oz, it was released on August 25th, 1939. <laughs> and it, it was directed by ooh, a couple people. There are like a lot of like uncredited directors. Uh -huh. But the main director was Victor Fleming. Mm -hmm. um, some of the uncredited directors were George Cougar, uh, Mervyn Leroy, Norman Taurog. Uh, Richard Thorpe and King Vidor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is one of those movies that had like crazy stuff. I don't really know it all. Maybe you've got yeah. it all written down, but like crazy stuff that went on to make it get made in the first yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, they went through a bunch of directors and it's it seems like a lot for just this movie to get made <laughs> and it didn't seem fun either. <laughs> But the screenplay was written by Noel Langley and Florence Ryerson, Edgar Allan Wolf, <laughs> Arthur Freed. Edgar Allan Wolf. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, uh, oh my God, there's so many writers. <laughs> it's like Pride and Prejudice. It's, there are a lot of uncredited writers and people who gave additional dialogue, like some of the actors, but the main people were Edgar so, Allan Wolf, Florence Ryerson, and Noel Langley. Okay. But, like, it didn't have a million writers and directors listed in the credits, so. Right, Is this yeah. just stuff people found out later and are like, we're going to give them credit now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably, like, one of those movies where, like, there's just so much, like, stuff that people are like, I want to find out this. Or, like, you know, like, there's so many, like, deep dives into it or, yeah. like, the history of it or what actually happened. And so I think they just kind of added everything to the <laughs> time yeah. movie. But then for some of our casts, we have Judy Garland as Dorothy Gale. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> legend. L- yes, Legendina. <laughs> Frank Morgan as Professor Marvel, the gatekeeper, the carriage driver, the guard. The first Marvel superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like I had Marvel. no idea until this watch that he was all of those parts. My dad was like, Isn't it crazy that he's the wizard? I'm like, what? <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't realize it. Because then I remember when I saw the gatekeeper, I was like, he looks just like the guy who plays the wizard, and then the <laughs> carriage driver, and then the guard. I was like, this is almost like a fever dream. (laughs) We have Ray Bolger as the Scarecrow. And also his character name in Kansas made me laugh. It's just Hunk. (laughs) (laughs) H-U-N-K, Hunk. (laughs) Hunk. Uh, We had Burt Lahr as the Cowardly Lion. And in Kansas, he was Zeke. Jack Haley as the Tin Man. And his name was Hickory in Kansas. (laughs) Okay. Billy Burke as Glenda. (laughs) (laughs) It's like punk. Uh, Margaret Hamilton as Miss Gulch uh, and the Wicked Witch of the West. Legend. (laughs) Are you going to say something? I was just thinking, it's funny that Glenda never shows up as like a person in Kansas or... Right. I was thinking, it's crazy. I'm not crazy. I guess it makes total sense narratively, but it is kind of weird that Aunt Em and Uncle Henry never... Mm -hmm. Our other parts in Oz, like, I don't know, just kind of expect them since everybody else shows up. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it maybe, I don't know, like it speaks to the the realism of, or not the realism, but like the fact that Well, she'd Oz have is no real. reason to want to come home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Charlie Grapewin as Uncle Henry, Pat Walsh as Nico, Clara Blandick as Auntie M, Terry as Toto. <laughs> the munchkins were played by the singer midgets i think it was like a traveling group uh-huh billy burke was glinda is that what you said yes okay okay i think that's kind of the main do you know who the main mayor munchkin's name was oh yes i do billy bletcher billy bletcher okay because he well he, he did the used voice to live here he, he did the voice the Charles um, Becker was the Munchkin mayor. Oh, well, maybe it's Charles Becker. Because dad was saying Glinda's name, as Billy Burke, mm. as the Munchkin. But mm-hmm. I think it's the mayor Munchkin. One of the main Munchkins used to live uh-huh. around here. <laughs> That's cool, though. Huh. Yeah, I f- vaguely remember growing up in when I was in Orange Park that I feel like at the Orange Park Mall, maybe they would have some of the munchkins from the movie go like it was like an appearance or like Ooh. you get to meet the munchkins or some of them or something. <laughs> I don't know. I might be like misremembering that, but I, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. And that's kind of like our main cast. Buddy Epson is the voice of the Tin Man in his first song. And there's kind of like a whole thing about him, how <laughs> They used aluminum dust in his makeup and it damaged his lungs so much that he had to be put in an iron lung. And so he couldn't play the part anymore. So they they switched to aluminum paint instead <laughs> for That's the new one. Wild. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I don't know if it was originally like this when the first person did it, but I was noticing that it, it's only his face. Like they really have every other piece of his yeah. body covered with costuming. And I was like, maybe. They did a lot more body painting with the, but. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like his, his makeup was 
bad, like bad for you. <laughs> and then Margaret Hamilton's Wicked Witch of the West makeup was copper based. And so I was she... going to say most greens are poisonous. So yeah. I was worried for her health the entire time. <laughs> yeah. She had to, um, everything she ate, she had to drink through a straw while she had it on because otherwise it would poison her. <laughs> <laughs> And then there was a couple, let me see if I can find the specifics, but she had a couple mishaps where I think the broom, when it catches on fire, like it, it kind of exploded and it gave uh-huh. her like second degree burns. And then her stand-in also got burned when they were doing some sort of floor drop scene or something and like permanently burned her legs. Like <laughs> it was really bad. Oh my God. The Hollywood studio system was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was reading this thing about, I think it's the guy who plays Scarecrow. He was doing some interview and he was like, basically, this is not exact words, but basically he was saying, I don't know why people keep asking me if I had fun making this movie. It was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> because everyone has so much fun watching it <laughs> right <laughs> it was just like really funny because he was like i hated making this movie how many times do i have to say it it's crazy that pretty much everyone can have a bad time making something and it can still mm-hmm. be like the most universally loved movie right ever of made. all time <laughs> <laughs> well it's just like it's you know hollywood at that time they were like <laughs> We don't care about safety. We care about those dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and we know poor Judy Garland. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple things. Uh, she had to wear like a really, really tight corset to like bind her chest because she was supposed to be playing like pre-adolescent mm-hmm. Dorothy. And she was 16 was, at the time. Was Shirley Temple supposed to be in this or some? I feel like definitely somebody else was supposed to be in this, but. There was. Uh, I couldn't find out specifics of who was considered for Dorothy before, but she was like, not even like their second or third choice for it, which which was kind of weird because she was already like famous and successful with MGM prior to this movie. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Adam, she kind of like lucked into it. And then there was like, before they changed directors, her look for Dorothy was completely different than it was in the final cut because she had in the, first director she had like blonde hair this like almost like doll makeup like like the red cheeks and she looked from what i could read she looked kind of crazy and it wasn't <laughs> her fault and then the new director came in and it was like we're not doing this <laughs> make like, it, it normal. a change director so many times <laughs> right but then i was reading that the director that they changed to was like a secret alcoholic and would hide like bottles of alcohol throughout the set and he was like really kind of like a piece of shit and there was like one i can't remember the exact scene but there was one instance where judy garland kept laughing because the cowardly lion was doing something that was really silly and funny and the director took her to the side and slapped her in the face and was like stop laughing and so outrageous yeah and then felt bad about it and i was like you still slap a 16 year old girl like, fuck you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff about like um how they did like the twister and the house mm. and like the, the house falling and then the um the writing in the sky like 
surrender Dorothy. Uh-huh. It used apparently it originally said surrender Dorothy or die, but then they were like, that's scary. Let's cut it. <laughs> well, I was already like, that's uh, you know, a lot for a written in the sky message. You could just right. be like, give me Dorothy and it would be a right. lot less letters. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy, come here. <laughs> 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 this is another thing that was dangerous. Um, and the poppy field scene where they all start falling asleep, but then it starts snowing. Um, uh-huh. The snow was actually um, industrial grade crystal, crystotile, um, ap- chrysotile asbestos. I didn't even know it was asbestos, but I do know that me and my dad both made the joke of don't breathe in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was also some like release, like kind of sad stuff that a lot of like the little people on set were paid less than the dog was, like considerably less. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. There's, I would say you should definitely take the time and go through the IMDb trivia. It is so long. The bar is like <laughs> not even half an inch long. It's like so much. There's a lot of cool oh, stuff I'm sure there are so many like actually really deep dive podcast that could tell you every oh, yeah. single detail about Wizard of Oz but you know we're just doing a fun holiday show because <laughs> right now I'm not taking we're looking for something there's, easy <laughs> yeah there's not really that much more I was just trying to I feel like there was something else but I don't think so okay I think it's probably about all like the cool stuff that I found and Okay. There's also that whole thing about it's also like another Mandela effect thing where they're going through the forest and they, I think it's when they find the Tin Man mm-hmm. and there's like the birds and like people are like there's a munchkin hanging himself in the yes. back. Oh my god, I was gonna say that when we got to that part because that was like one of those haunted TV mm-hmm. things that you know or it's on a list somewhere and I definitely remember looking at it and being like oh my god there it is there's a munchkin and then looking at it like pausing it looking at it really close and being like no that is like an ostrich or something and then watching <laughs> yeah. it this time I was like why are there emus in the back of this scene it's so <laughs> weird <laughs> I, I read that they were like we have to make it exotic it's Oz it's so different we have these weird looking birds <laughs> and yet when they go to the witch's lair they have the most fakest looking birds on branches right like the owls and stuff i'm like you just had emus <laughs> yeah. in the last scene why why this <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah there was like a thing where after that rumor like really took off they were when they redid the move like when they um i don't know if they did it to vhs whatever they like colorized the bird like pink so that it'd be like look it's not a person taking <laughs> themselves I didn't even notice it this time. I mean, I saw the bird in the background, but it didn't look like someone hanging themselves like it did back in the day when we paused it. (laughs) I think at some point they were like, we're just going to cut this out completely. (laughs) No more. (laughs) Yeah. I remember also the other one that I remember was Three Men and a Baby. There's a ghost in the window, but it's like a cutout of... It's uh, like it's a like cutout a, of a person. Um, Ted Danson or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, movie lore. Most of the movies that have this kind of lore, I'm like, there was enough like atrocities on set that we don't need this fake one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll keep my eye out for a ghost in the back of a scene, but you know, I'm not gonna believe it at this point in right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, I guess. Let's get into the recap. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. 
I didn't write any sort of a like actual recap because I was like, everybody knows everything that happens in this movie. Yeah. I didn't even write that many funny observations. So we're just gonna go through. Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, so well, of course, we start off in sepia-toned Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the most dangerous farm known to man <laughs> i know i was when we, when it started i was like is this taking place in the dust bowl <laughs> i i guess so i feel like at one point there was a tumbleweed that blows by and but there are well i don't know about kansas there are definitely i've seen tumbleweeds but that's in the desert but i feel like there are like plains tumbleweeds and they're like made of different material maybe i don't know i might be making that up well, I know the Dust Bowl was like in the 30s. Mm-hmm. This is 39. And I just wasn't sure if it was like supposed to be that time or if it was like just idyllic Kansas farm life. Right. It doesn't look very idyllic, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seemed like they were like, we have to move these chicks or else we're all going to die. <laughs> I know. They're like, sorry, we're too busy counting tiny chickens to listen to anything you have to say. And I'm like, right. they're putting chickens in hats. I'm like, what are. What is what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's, you know, falling into pig pens. And I mean, <laughs> from what I know, pigs will eat anything. So <laughs> she comes out with not even a drop of dirt on her. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the cleanest pigs. <laughs> I know. I was like, watch out. She's going to get eaten by pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the farm hands are very foreshadowing at the beginning mm-hmm. and um, then gulch comes in <laughs> on her stupid the, bike the meanest lady i guess i must have been in the kitchen or something when she said that she got bit on the thigh but my dad said that the dog supposedly bit her on the thigh but it's like this tiny dog yeah. but i thought she was just pissed because it was in her flower beds and i was like that's what i thought how dare you try to kill someone's dog because of flower beds right i think secretly she just wanted to keep that dog as her own dog because she's like that's the best dog because yeah it really is and because she's <laughs> probably lonely yeah <laughs> but i don't know i was also i was like look i know it's like the late 30s but didn't they have model t's at this point what kind of rich woman bikes around everywhere i don't know that didn't bother me <laughs> <laughs> i was just nitpicking i was like i hate this girl she's mean she is, she is. But thank goodness she was on a bike because Toto immediately escapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, goodbye. Oh, I did like it when Aunt M was like, I would tell you off if I had the guts, lady. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, um, I would tell you how I truly feel, dot, 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 but I am a Christian woman. And then <laughs> apparently that was enough to offend the skull because she was like, oh, <sighs> <sighs> You should have told her how you really felt. Exactly. (laughs) And then there's Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which I actually did kind of miss that song. (laughs) I have to admit. I love that song. I was kind of like half in the room when that was happening, but I did listen to it. I just didn't like watch all the The, visuals. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the visuals were cute. It's just her walking around the farm. Basically, she (laughs) seems like she's singing to Toto, which is really cute. But um, (laughs) it's such a you know legendary song and it's really cool to hear her like sing and what would you could probably consider like her voice is like top tier do you hear that 
Yes. Who's crying? <laughs> <laughs> it's Spud. I don't know why she's crying. Spud, I've What's never wrong? even met you. <laughs> What's wrong? Come here. You can come in here. <laughs> she sometimes acts like she's scared to walk on certain floors. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Does she she's live so... in carpet? They have some carpet, but it's mostly wood. I don't know. She's weirdo sometimes. Yeah, but uh, Judy Garland does have an amazing voice. And yeah, it's perfect. Song. perfect, perfect, perfect. Then she runs away. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it kind of kills me later when she's like, and M thinks I ran away and she must think I'm dead. And I'm like, you were gone for about two minutes. And I'm, she didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were too busy counting chickens. Except for when she was looking for you when she was going into the storm shelter and then she locked it and didn't let you in. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was kind of crazy to me. It was like when they were going into like the tornado, whatever that they, she was like, we have to find Dorothy. We have to find Dorothy. And uncle Henry was like, basically like, Nope, too late. Get in. <laughs> like, I think you had time to find her. Or you could just open it up when she was pounding on it. <laughs> right. Cause even at one point she was like stomping on it. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we meet the first Marvel hero, Professor Marvel. <laughs> Professor Marvel. <laughs> and it's so calm up until that point. And then the wind starts. And mm-hmm. you see the twister in the background, which looks really cool. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, special effects really worked for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, you know, they, there's like some, what's the word? Merit to like using like actual physical special effects rather than like CGI sometimes. Cause I think about like uh-huh. Star Wars and all those movies that really use them really well. I think they made the, the twister with like a stocking or something oh, like really? that. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool how like they explained how they made it. That's cool. And it looks really scary. It does. They, they must have had some big fans on set because their wind <laughs> yes. is really whipping around. <laughs> yeah, I well, I did notice like there was a lot of painted backdrop scenery yeah so it was always like don't go too fast (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it still all looked really great Mm -hmm. i was also really impressed with that the the like you could tell that it was painted but it was really beautiful yeah and it really matched the like foreground you know Mm -hmm. it didn't like look there's a painted set that's completely right (laughs) it didn't stand out yeah, the house flying in the tornado looks really good. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say that, was it Margaret Hamilton? Mm-hmm. She has the perfect witch's cackle. <laughs> I know. I thought that too. I was like, oh. it just like brought a warmthness to my heart. <laughs> it's like the witch's cackle that all witch's cackles are based on in the future. <laughs> exactly. She's the original witch. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Technicolor! (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was kind of cool how they were able to, back then, how, like, the inside of the house was still sepia tone, but, like, the outside was, like, all color. It was really cool. Yeah. It's great. It's, like, one of the greatest reveals in cinema history, I would say. Yeah. It's just really, yeah, it's just really cool. <laughs> I could see you, I could see like audiences back then not expecting it. Oh, for sure. I mean, even now it's like, whoa. <laughs> right, it goes yeah. from like this crazy sepia tone, which isn't even like normal black and white. 
it's like almost older than black and white. It's feeling. like a brownish. Yeah, and then it goes to like not just color, like the most vibrant eye popping color mm-hmm. that ever was. <laughs> right, <laughs> everything is so like not past like almost like neonish in the way that it pops. Uh huh. And then we get Glenda, who does yes. make an appearance in um. Oh my God, Maya. <laughs> Wild at heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, she was like, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well, I'm not a witch at all. And I was like, I know all these lies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I um didn't really realize how much I loved Billy Burke's, like, the voice she puts on for Glenda. <laughs> are you a good witch or a bad like, witch? Like, soup, pussy kittens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, super, like, overly sweet and, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the good She's, witch. Duh. Of all of the people in the, of all the like nitpicks you can have with like the story, I would say Glinda is my biggest. I'm like, excuse me, you're the least helpful person. <laughs> yes, yes. Because when I got to the end, I was like, wait, why did she have to learn a lesson to get home? Why couldn't you just told her to go home. <laughs> it was just she doesn't warn her about anything that's coming she sets her up to be like an antagonist to this other witch it's just mm-hmm. like okay glenda you're just coming in here to cause drama <laughs> yeah i'm like you're the good witch okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm not i wouldn't say that wicked skewed my view of it or in any way <laughs> right yeah me neither and then the munchkins start the wicked witch is dead yeah (laughs) they all have like pitched up voices and i was wondering i'm not sure i feel like at this point i started asking myself and i never really came to the conclusion but it feels like every single line in this movie is adr (laughs) or pre-recorded and they're just lip syncing to it (laughs) there's a lot of especially with the munchkins and like their songs a lot of it's adr and also they definitely are yeah and there's people who are singing for them yeah because they definitely like used a machine to pitch up their voices yeah (laughs) (laughs) but even after that it just always feels like every even just little scene with two people dialogue Mm -hmm. is like pre-recorded maybe because they all kind of end in songs but there was a lot of i kept being like is my are the voices not matching up (laughs) is it my tv or is it just this movie yeah (laughs) and i and i also like sometimes i have a hard time with like the older movies because like sometimes the singing sounds like too perfect and i'm like "Mm, is that live singing i don't know but then i think like oh people back then it's live singing (laughs) right (laughs) right (laughs) so it always throws me off a little bit but as long as they're not like too close up on the camera it doesn't bother me I'm pretty sure that one lame is is the only thing on earth that has a live singing, live singing in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not the only thing, but okay, 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 okay. Oh, then the evil witch or <laughs> the wicked witch comes, the evil witch, and she's got the brightest green face. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, she says, I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. And I wondered, <laughs> is that the most famous line? ever i think it um or is it like there's no place like home (laughs) or is it what or is it there's no place like home (laughs) i would think that i i mean there are so many lines in this movie where it's like been used a million times and different things and it's (laughs) iconic and every time it would happen i'd be like there's one there's another one (laughs) that's definitely like one of like i would say probably like top three (laughs) 
Well, whenever she shows up, Glinda is just like totally unconcerned. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are we not going to be like, back off, lady? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Dorothy is told to follow the Elbrick Road after they get rid of her. Mm-hmm. And my question, which has always been my question, is where does that red brick road go? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to know like the the other lore. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if that's in the books. I think that's just something they did, like to contrast. This, yeah, but I still it's like the question I've always wanted to. Know. Mm-hmm. Or what do red and yellow make green? No, no, no. Blue and yellow make green. Oh, never mind. Red I was like orange. <laughs> ah, okay. I was like maybe red and yellow is like leads to the Emerald City, <laughs> but no. There's so much green. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy, she's still very rosy cheeked. You were saying that she was originally really rosy cheeked. She's still pretty rosy cheeked. Yeah. And then we meet the scarecrow and he sings, If I Only Had a Brain, and uh, dances all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, might be one of my favorite scenes because it's like that very old classic movie style dancing where it's like, I almost think of like singing in the rain. Uh huh. Where it's just like, goofy but like you can tell like they have a lot of talent to be able to dance like uh, that and oh my God. I don't know I just the love 40s it. loved a dance number I mean oh yeah I love a dance number <laughs> <laughs> I was also wondering okay I used to have a player piano that was my grandmother's mm-hmm. that we had the role back when I was a kid to the Wizard of Oz and it had like every song from the Wizard of Oz was a huge role and it would be like oh we can't pump it and <laughs> It made me wonder if maybe it was that thing that made me think that if I only had a brain off to see the wizard, if I only had a heart and if I only had the noive um, <laughs> and off to see the wizard, if this is all like considered one song that's just broken I up. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. That's actually a really good idea because they all sound all, like the beat is very much the same yeah they're all the same basically and they kind of go into off to see the wizard so it's almost like mm-hmm. that's kind of like a chorus i do like the little dances that they do when they're like off to see the wizard and they get back on the yellow <laughs> big road it's really cute yes <laughs> and then we meet some mean apple trees which <laughs> i think i always forget about them because they're just such a random we do <laughs> i know i was like are these ends and i was just thought about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, it made me think of Return to Oz because they have lunch pail trees in that one. Ah. <laughs> and then we meet the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why, it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Made of tin. And this uh, there the was... With... Oh. I was just going to say, there was also, like, um, this is another trivia thing I forgot to say. The Tin Man, and they, like, you know, he's, like, stuck because he's rested, but apparently tin does not rest. <laughs> And so, like, when it's translated into, like, other versions, like, especially, like, the Russian-Soviet version, they were, like, we're going to call him the Iron Woodsman. Tin doesn't rust? What about tin roof? Rusted. Or, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's not true, but. I guess it probably is good about not rusting because why would people put on the roofs then? So. That's true. <laughs> it's but the salty that tears that really made right. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is the emu scene, and he sings "If I Only Had a Heart," and he also does a really cool dance number with like the mm-hmm. leaning and everything. Yeah, I love that. And the movie is like really kind of clips along, especially at this point. 
Yeah, that's one thing I did realize. I was like, I didn't realize how fast this movie moves. Like, it never felt... Because I remember looking, I was like, oh my God, it's an hour and 40 minutes. I don't remember it being that long. But it never feels that long. <laughs> I mean, hour and 40 minutes is pretty short, really. But, like, I feel like maybe right. once it gets... Once they get to Oz... And then they have to go back and get the witch and then come back to us. It's a <laughs> it's little just, bit like, yeah. but still. <laughs> and then they head into a dark, creepy forest where there's lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and we meet the cowardly lion. And so cute. I love Toto in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Toto does not care. <laughs> my favorite line from that song is, I'm just a dandelion. <laughs> it's so the the lion has a lot of wordplay throughout this movie. Yeah, it's yeah. very cute, and he also has like a Brooklyn accent, <laughs> which is really cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and okay, so they meet him. They're all off to see the wizard. They can see the Emerald City, and then the Wicked Witch decides to drug them all with opium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's just a field of poppies, but I mean, that's definitely the implication. I think yeah. in the book, it was definitely a field of poppies as well. And this is where we get another one of my favorites. Don't cry. You'll rest yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he cries so much. In the book, I do remember this. The way they are saved from the poppies is not snow, but a mm. bunch of ants carry them out of the field. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> It'd be really hard to do that, I think, on a yeah. movie, but... <laughs> but that's her, it adds to, like, the fantasy element. That's really cool. Yeah. And I really like the, you're out of the woods, you're out of the sun, you're out of the <laughs> <laughs> There are so many, like, good songs in this movie that are, like, really fun that mm-hmm. don't get, like, the popular... Of yeah. like over the rainbow. The witch flying in the sky is a really good special effect too. It's very mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, I agree. And it's kind of weird that the witch and Oz are like the exact same shade of green. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even remember if in Wicked if that has some sort of connection to each other, but it's very bright green. And maybe it's just a Technicolor green or something. But yeah, well, I don't know. I guess there's probably like an argument to be made that. You know, I mean, in Wicked, Glinda, not Glinda, uh, Alphabet wants to not be green mm. because people are rude to her about being green, but the wizard's green and everyone loves the wizard. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with it. I know the, uh, I always wondered, like, who's the other good witch? Because there's a two yeah, bad the supposed to be another good witch. But I think it's supposed to be Ozma, who mm. is like... A princess who was stolen. Anyway, mm. I'm getting into the book. We really don't need to. But... <laughs> I did. I did think about it though because you know we have north, east, and west. We didn't have south. Yeah. Just curious. I think it's Ozma who is the other one. Gotcha. And I think she's supposed to be like the queen of Emerald City or something like that. Interesting. The city of Oz though kind of reminds me of Disney World. <laughs> I yeah. was getting very Disney vibes watching it this time. Oh yeah. And the door guy's the wizard, which I never knew until this watch. <laughs> that was kind of like a fun, like little gag where he was like, didn't you see the sign? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> don't knock, use bell or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or bell's broken, please knock. Yeah. It kind of makes all of his like trying to stop them or help them to get to the wizard feel more like meaningful. Like, this is mm-hmm. just the wizard, you know, like. Trying not to see people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then they all get 
fancified and i think it's really funny that oz has a straw stuffing station like they just have scarecrows coming <laughs> yes. in all the time <laughs> oh yeah and then like a tin man bust busting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then i guess uh dorothy gets some extensions put in <laughs> yeah. she gets a new do then the it's her eyes matching her gown i think they pretty much stayed the same color though yeah and then we get kind of the most random song in my opinion if i were the king of the forest it mm. feels very much like a i mean it's a cute song but it feels mm-hmm. like a time filler song <laughs> yeah yeah okay and then we see like the the next level doorman who's also the wizard he starts <laughs> crying but he's like crying out of his eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's crying a lot like it's like <laughs> Uh, it's like someone duck, like dumped a bottle of water on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and then we meet Oz, and he looks like a giant alien head. I yeah. didn't remember that he looked so much like a Mars Attacks alien. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny because like the top half of his head is so much like bulkier. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so alliterative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's like, sure, I'll do whatever you want. Just go kill my enemy first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do the dirty work for me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. We did already do Surrender Dorothy. But, um, okay. So they go off to get the witch's broom, mm. quote unquote, which, you know, you're only going to be able to do that if you kill her. Right. But nobody seems to know the secret of how to kill her. It's not foreshadowed in any way. It's such a weird, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like an accident. <laughs> death. Yeah. Okay, but first we get some atmosphere. We see... A crazy looking tree that has like a face carved in it mm-hmm. and there's Scary. a little sign witch's castle one mile <laughs> <laughs> i'd turn back if i were you <laughs> yeah. and we get some fake looking birds and the scarecrow has a gun which is kind of crazy <laughs> i, I kind of didn't notice that <laughs> for i've some never reason. noticed it before i was just like what you have a gun <laughs> <laughs> he's carrying <laughs> and there's like so many flying monkeys like Oh, yeah. So many. Hundreds. <laughs> and she goes, the witch goes, how shall I kill you? Delicately. <laughs> <laughs> isn't um, another iconic line of hers, isn't it when the monkeys are flying, she says, fly my pretties? Yeah. I wasn't sure. I was like, am I thinking of another movie? But no, it's, it's, it's this. Yeah. But then Toto escapes again because he's wily like that. Yeah. He knows how to take care of himself. <laughs> And yeah, he's a good boy. The Tin Man never stops crying. And then <laughs> we finally meet the guards who my dad called the Oreos. Because <laughs> <laughs> they go, Oreo. Oh. <laughs> they felt like like a weird like combination of like Russian slash like Mongol looking <laughs> kind of like the costuming it was very interesting. Yeah, and they're all green too. <laughs> yeah. And our trio plus Toto somehow managed to defeat these three guards who get the drop on them totally. And mm. it's just so like, <laughs> pshoom, 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 pshoom. And they come up wearing <laughs> the guards uniform. <laughs> Even Toto has a tassel in his mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the real hero. Of course. They'd be nowhere then- without him. And there's a really crazy like music cue of Night on Bald Mountain, which I never noticed before. Mm-hmm. I was like whoa, you think with every other song being like written for this, you wouldn't just use a random right. piece of classical music. But Scarecrow, proving that he has a brain, is coming up with all the plans. Mm-hmm. And 
Yep. So it's a really stupid plan on the witch's part to try to set someone on fire when there's literally your biggest <laughs> enemy sitting right there. Why do you even have water in your castle? I'd be like, right. this is a no water castle. I live in the <laughs> desert for a reason. <laughs> right. Water is not allowed. <laughs> and okay. So they go back and they're like, here, we melted the witch. <laughs> here's, here's the broom. I killed her. <laughs> And uh, the alien head Oz is all, but Toto again pulls the curtain mm-hmm. back and not to pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. And <laughs> I think it's the scarecrow who goes, you humbug. <laughs> <laughs> and then the wizard goes, oh, I am a humbug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, sure, sure. I'll do what you want. Here, I keep a few diplomas back here. In this, desk. <laughs> this is where my main gripe started i was like okay <laughs> so you can't give him a brain but you're like here's an honorary degree that i just have a stack of to hand out <laughs> he didn't need to give him a brain because he already had one <laughs> and then he goes some long equation the square root of blah blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he goes oh my god <laughs> i know math now <laughs> And then he uh, pins a medal to um, the lion's body. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, out. <laughs> yeah. And they give uh, the Tin Man a chain with a heart. And at first, I did notice that they were flowers much later, but it really looked like spinal column bones. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Giant like, popcorns. That is d- dark. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get it from somewhere. But I see later that they're just like daisies or something. And he's like, okay, I'll I'll bring you back on the balloon, Dorothy. Which, random. But it's the most rickety looking balloon. It doesn't have any sort of way to do to put hot air into it. It's just like right. shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I would have thought that it would have been like, oh, maybe we'll get like a Professor Marvel like little like thing but it's a balloon from the omaha state fair <laughs> not even kansas yeah because it's not really professor marvel i don't think but well i don't know who knows, who knows what her concussed brain is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while she's in a coma <laughs> and finally glinda shows back up in her bubblegum bubble yeah because the balloon it just leads he's like yep. sorry can't stop it and he's like oh my god i'm stuck here with this craziness for the rest of my life okay and glinda's like oh by the way you could have gone home this whole time except you had to learn your lessons first (laughs) i would have been like you're a bad witch (laughs) (laughs) dorothy gathers up toto and says goodbye to all her friends she'll miss the scarecrow most of all I thought that was kind of rude. <laughs> she, she says it right in front of the other two. She's like, I think I'll miss you most of all. <laughs> I knew you five minutes the longest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she clicks her heels together three times and says, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. And she wakes up back in sepia-toned Kansas. <laughs> all of the people from her dream, now real life people surrounding her on the bed. Mm-hmm. And you were there, and you were there, and you were there. The window is gone <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it blew out of the window frame. <laughs> when she was in the house, I was like, don't stand in front of the windows. Did no one teach you anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> but, yeah, and uh, 
secretly in my brain, there are ruby slippers under her bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should have ended. Because <laughs> it was sort of real. <laughs> <sighs> and that's it. That's <sighs> all there is to Wizard of Oz. What a classic. What's um it's do you a have classic. a favorite scene? Ooh. I think my favorites are when she is meeting the scarecrow and the tin mm-hmm. man and the cowardly lion in the woods and like the whole I love those songs. Yeah. The off to see the wizard. Mm-hmm. I like those. And then I also like, and I feel like maybe it's like an understated scene, but like when she's riding in the carriage in the Emerald City and the horses keep changing colors. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I didn't even mention that. That's really cool. I did feel really bad for those horses, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the jewels are that, like the emerald jewels that are on the horses are made out of jello. So there was like a note saying <laughs> they had to film it really fast. So otherwise, the horses would start eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was cool. I like the Emerald City too. Yeah, you don't really That's get to. Cool. I mean, and in my memory, it's a much longer, bigger scene. But like mm-hmm. watching it this time, I was like, oh, it's not that much, really. We probably spent more time singing "If I Were the King of the Forest" than we do, you know, getting to know the Land of Oz. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, you know, I had fun. It was definitely, I know it's not like a te- technically a holiday movie, but it's, it's, you know, it's a good one. I don't know. Classic movies yeah. feel like holiday movies to me. <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know if it's because I, my favorite holiday movie is White Christmas, which is like a classic mm, movie, but yep. I just love a, a classic movie. Yeah, I think it's probably because those were my mom's favorites, like White Christmas, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and they were all mm-hmm. classic right uh yeah if if die hard can be a christmas movie then this movie can be a christmas movie that's all i'll say (laughs) definitely i mean i think of the lord of the rings as christmas movies because (laughs) that's when you watch them when you're home for like hours and hours and hours (laughs) the rings exactly (laughs) but yeah so that was fun and it was nice to see you know it influenced David Lynch just as much as it probably influenced everybody else. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I think it's like really cool to look, to watch it again and just to be like, see, to speculate on like, oh, I could kind of see where these other movies took inspiration. Yeah, definitely. And Wild Art. Yeah. I mean, she clicks her heels together and wishes says there's no place <laughs> like home. Glinda, literal Glinda from the movie shows up. Mm-hmm. And lots of other stuff too. <laughs> oh, Yeah. yeah it was great and next week is just a christmas special where we're gonna talk Mm -hmm. christmas stuff and my um, favorite yeah so we're looking forward to it and then the holidays will be almost over (laughs) no it's my favorite time of year i know it's all going so quickly this year Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is i don't (laughs) like it i don't know a month felt like a really long time, especially like for the past couple of years. But now a month is like a day. No time <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't like it. It's because we're all dramatized. <laughs> I think I'd rather it move a little faster than at a snail's pace like it was for mm-hmm. at least two years there. <laughs> That's true. 
Me too. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you guys are having a good holiday season. Me no too. matter what holidays you celebrate. And mm-hmm. next week, we'll have our final episode of the year. <laughs> it's crazy. Another year. Oh, I know. Crazy. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.